0: For a single soul up and in and
1: you.
0: Hello everyone, welcome to Living Life. Living our lives, sometimes we fall into a trap in spiritual journey. And that is when we start to trust more of ourselves, rather than trusting more about God. I think the development of our wisdom through our lives and our daily routine uh, may be hazardous in spiritual sense, because we trust more of that wisdom as we build our lives through experiences. In some cases, we need more of God's wisdom, especially in times of um, tragic loss, um, times of distress, uh, times of uh, world chaos like what we're going through through the pandemic. Um, There's no way of trying to figure this out based upon our experienced wisdom. Uh, Sometimes God speaks to us that rather than relying on your experiences and your wisdom, you have to trust me. So why don't we take a look in today's passage and see what God has to say for us through the words of Jeremiah for all those who are trapped in this um, a sense of trusting their own wisdom. So why don't we take a look in today's
1: scripture. <music> Jeremiah chapter 49, verses 7 through 22. Concerning Edom, this is what the Lord Almighty says. Is there no longer wisdom in Teman? Has counsel perished from the prudent? Has their wisdom decayed? Turn and flee, hide in deep caves, you who live in Dedan, for I will bring disaster on Esau at the time when I punish him. If grape pickers came to you, would they not leave a few grapes? If thieves came during the night, would they not steal only as much as they wanted? But I will strip Esau bare. I will uncover his hiding places so that he cannot conceal himself. His armed men are destroyed, also his allies and neighbors, so there is no one to say. Leave your fatherless children, I will keep them alive. Your widows too can depend on me. This is what the Lord says. If those who do not deserve to drink the cup must drink it, why should you go unpunished? You will not go unpunished, but must drink it. I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that Basra will become a ruin and a curse, an object of horror and reproach, and all its towns will be in ruins forever. I have heard a message from the Lord. An envoy was sent to the nations to say, Assemble yourselves to attack it. Rise up for battle. Now I will make you small among the nations, despised by mankind. The terror you inspire and the pride of your heart have deceived you, you who live in the clefts of the rocks, who occupy the heights of the hill. Though you build your nest as high as the eagle's, from there I will bring you down, declares the Lord. Edom will become an object of horror. All who pass by will be appalled and will scoff because of all its wounds. As Sodom and Gomorrah were overthrown along with their neighboring towns, says the Lord, so no one will live there, no people will dwell in it. Like a lion coming up from Jordan's thickets to a rich pasture land, I will chase Edom from its land in an instant. Who is the chosen one I will appoint for this? Who is like me and who can challenge me and what shepherd can stand against me? Therefore hear what the Lord has planned against Edom, what he has proposed against those who live in Teman. The young of the flock will be dragged away. Their pasture will be appalled at their fate. At the sound of their fall, the earth will tremble. Their cry will resound to the Red Sea. Look, an eagle will soar and swoop down, spreading its wings over Basra. In that day, the hearts of Edom's warriors will be like the heart of a woman in labor.
0: There is a very well-known verse from Proverbs that most of us know very well. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the holy one is understanding now that verse uh, is very special to many of us because it gives a clear guidance on how we should live our lives before the lord to fear the lord in order to receive god's wisdom but that verse is especially challenging as you live your life because the only reason is because we fall into a trap of trusting more of our wisdom as we build our experiences in life and as we begin to trust more of our knowledge and just navigate through problems without seeking God for help. And I think as we take a look in today's passage, a rather long one, um, we see verse 16, which especially speaks to me the most, and I hope that is true for you. Um, We see what the problem with Edom was and what God is punishing them for. In verse 16, it reads, The terror you inspire and the pride of your heart have deceived you. You who live in the clefts of the rocks, who occupy the heights of the hill, though you build your nest as high as the eagles, from there I will bring you down, declares the Lord. We can see from verse 16 that it seems like their cleverness and their ingenuity in conquering their area of life, I believe it's near Petra, the modern day a city in Jordan, which lies in the King's Highway, where many merchants from Egypt, Arabia, or even from Mesopotamia uh, pass by. It's a place that was thriving. It was a place where many people came and go, and they fathom with the wonder of their mad, uh, their, their mastery in conquering such so desolate hill places. They build houses and caves and, and the clefts and the hills and the heights of it, and they were able to Uh, navigate uh, uh, the ways and how to bring in water where there's no water underneath. Uh, It's a place where people would come and fathom uh, of their great majesty in building a great city. And such uh, greatness would have inspired many people with fear. They would have had their own pride of their city. Uh, In today's passage, it says uh, it's a city of Bozrah. Um, but such facts and truth in their life has become a trap where they started to trust more of their cleverness and their ingenuity and their wisdom and their ways to navigate life. But what God has to say for them is found in verse 15. It says, Now I will make you small among the nations, despised by mankind. Yes, we can track their Old Testament, the very reason why God is punishing Edom. Yes, they have been hostile to the Judeans, uh, God's people. But one of the things that we can meditate on top of that is the very nature of their character, uh, their sinfulness in trusting, uh, their cleverness, their wisdom, and their ways of life living without God. In Psalms 10 verse 4, it testifies that in his pride the wicked man does not seek him, that is, God. In all his thoughts, there is no room for God. I think that speaks well of the situation we found, we find in today's passage in regards to Edom. Uh, sometimes uh, I have uh, experienced the situation in my relationship with my wife, where I sometimes boastfully uh, just carry out actions without. Uh, Listening to my wife, I mean she gives a lot of suggestions and advices and she even uh, directs me to sometimes give me instructions and uh, Check before you do anything. For example, ask someone for more information before you carry out anything Uh, in concerning going through um, uh, Just ways in the road maybe looking for directions Um, Sometimes I just trust my own instincts and what happens that we get lost It takes more time to navigate, and then in the end, uh, my wife becomes furious because she says, you're so boastful and arrogant. You trust on your own ways of life, and you don't even acknowledge that you made a mistake because in response to that, I would say, well, it's not a big issue. We ended up, you know, arriving the place we wanted to go. It just took a little time. I would say, why are you so angry? and she will become more furious about the fact that I'm not acknowledging my fault. Rather, I am still prideful, and I am generous about my fault, and I am still saying that I am right. I mean, that's the same thing as trusting your own wisdom, saying that you're right. You don't need God in that area. But once we approach God and His throne room, as we acknowledge the fact that we are sinners, and we are filled with errors and mistakes and um, limitations of our knowledge, then I think God opens the way of just giving us grace in giving us His wisdom and saying that, I will help you. The continuous building of such practice in life will lead to God's uh, wisdom, because just as the proverb says, I mentioned before, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. But what the problem that uh, Edomites showed us through today's passage uh, through Jeremiah's word is that they had no room for seeking God. They had no room for seeking God's wisdom. And they trusted on their cleverness and their ingenuity and their ways of life. And I believe that's the very thing that God is speaking against and leading us to meditate whether we are maybe doing the same thing as the edomites are doing so i hope that verse 16 i spoken to you uh, with wisdom so what are the things that you trust more of yourself than god In my case i said it was my knowledge of driving and navigating through roads trusting my sense of directions rather than being humble to ask others for directions what are the things that you might want to let go before the lord and seek his wisdom i hope that today's passage which was a rather long one i hope that it speaks to you and allows you to look into yourself so that you could ask God for humbleness and humility and seeking God for help and getting that wisdom that you need for your life. Let us pray. Lord God, humble us with your grace and your wisdom and your majesty and your greatness so that we could seek more of your wisdom and your help in our lives. I ask this in your son's name, amen. For a single soul Reaching a further And stepping in closer CGM